Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Theology in the Raw. I have back on the show the one and only Propaganda. Propaganda is a speaker, activist, musician, poet, uh, an intellect, uh, father, a husband, and he kind of does it all. And in this conversation, he pretty much does it all. Uh, we, I really wanted to have him on the show to talk about his new book, Terraform. Subtitle is Building a Better World, which he does talk about kind of throughout the conversation. But man, within a few minutes, we got into politics, we got into race, and we kind of just stayed there for the rest of the lengthy conversation that we had. And so you are going to be challenged uh, you are going to be provoked and, uh, yeah, I'm excited for you to engage this conversation. Some of you are not going to like uh, a lot of what he says. I think a lot of you are going to love a lot of what he says and, uh, whether you like it, don't like it, whatever we are all required as Christians to humbly engage, to humbly listen to very important voices like propaganda. And he's talking about something very serious and he brings up some incredibly thoughtful and challenging points. I, I could have kept talking to him for hours. This guy is the real deal. So please welcome back to the show, the one and only Propaganda. Propaganda, welcome back to Theology in the Raw. What up, what up, what up, what up? Theology without the salmonella. <laughs> it's not that raw. Do All people, know. Go, I forget, do, do you prefer Jason or prop or propaganda or does it matter? Uh, it don't really matter. It usually ends up becoming prop. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I don't. Um, okay. I don't split hairs. All right. I, I mean, I, I like prop, but um, I didn't yep. know your name was Jason until probably a couple years after I got to know who you are. <laughs> yeah, it's most people's story. <laughs> they're like oh yeah here your name's jason i forgot you'd have a name your parents gave you and i'm like yeah <laughs> well yeah i don't know if you remember this this was in california several years ago and it was at an axiom event you're introducing yourself and you said yeah i'm propaganda or you know jason because i i want to have a mortgage <laughs> yeah that's where the mortgage comes in with jason on it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, tell uh, why don't, a quick background of who you are for those who might not know, and then I want to jump into your new book, uh, Terraform. So I just saw the sure. trailer, and first of all, the trailer is extremely well done, but just the yeah. content, the glimpse of the content you're giving us is super intriguing. So, Yeah. Uh, yeah, so my name's Propaganda, Los Angeles, you know, native, um, husband, father, girl, dad, uh, I do a hybrid of just poetry and music and hip hop. Um, got a couple podcasts and I just released a book called Terraform. What in the world, is, what in the world does Terraform mean? Yeah. Uh, so it's a science fiction word. Um, the, uh, kind of the process of, um, when you find a distant planet in the process of making that planet livable is called terraforming. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, we're kind of doing it in Mars, like today, you know, mm-hmm. Whitey on the moon, Bezos, uh, you know, <laughs> shot it, shot out in the space, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, you know, and, and, and you know, there's a plan to put a, put a, a, a permanent, you know, little module on the moon right now, you know, or by 2024. So it's like, it's terraforming. We're going to, you know, in hopes to get to Mars, to yeah. make Mars 
livable, you know, mm-hmm. so that's called terraforming. Um, so I just thought to myself, like, you know, I'm looking around Earth and it's becoming less and less livable, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's um, socioculturally or po- geopolitically or or um, even just actual Earth itself, the, ter- the terrain itself is becoming less and less. So what if we thought of Earth as our own terraforming project, but not just Earth, but our culture, our society, mm-hmm. and then ultimately ourselves, like mm-hmm. our inner worlds, you know what I mean? Um, so that's kind of the creative jump off for for okay. for the poetry and prose. Yeah. Are you are you into science fiction? I'm into science, uh, okay. like deeply. Um, so I dabble into the science fiction, but like I would offend anybody who's really into science fiction to say okay. that. But like I, I'm like I am. I'm a nibbler. Like I okay. just I nibble at everything. You know. Enough to come across a word like terraform. Enough to find a word like yeah. terraform and go, that's yeah. cool. And I mean, that's, that's a like, brilliant book title because you want titles to be creative, unique, and yet not so far out that people don't have a clue what it's even getting at. And I feel like terraform yeah. is definitely unique. Most people won't know the word, but you can kind of get it. You know, Terra yeah. has something to do with Earth, so it's something yeah. along that line. So it's, it's, I think it strikes that perfect balance. Yeah. Of like creativity, but not being so different that so people don't even know what it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something I, I like. I work at to not be so far in the clouds that yeah. like so dense that you know. Mm-hmm. And that's always like whether it's music or even the editor and my manager was like, "Hey, when you're writing this, like, I don't want to finally understand what you're talking about like five years from now. Like, yeah. can you like?" Like keep <laughs> keep distilling, keep working yeah. at it till we get to a place to where it's like, okay, now I know what you're saying. Yeah, that was kind of like the the that was the heavy lifting for this book. Okay, uh, real yeah. quick, I made this in your honor. Okay, look that little cold brew, little. Well, it's it's a double shot of espresso with Let's a go. little shot of cream. Is that called something? What is this? Uh, it's just a double espresso. It looks like a latte. It, well, I got it extra. Like I pulled the shot. I got this new espresso machine. I pulled a pretty good shot. It had a really good kind of cream on it. But you're yeah, a no, coffee, yeah, like, no, way into coffee, you, right? Yeah, you made a latte. Like it's great. Well, it, it's but it's 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 just got a shot of cream and re- like it's really it's it, it tastes a lot bitter than or stronger than it, than it maybe it looks. But it's all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting lit up right now with the caffeine intake. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, you got to watch with those espressos because they 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 don't seem like you're drinking a lot. But oh man, that's like. Nah, homie, it's dense. <laughs> do you, do you do you roast your own beans or do you you what's your coffee involvement? I mean, you I know I'm you're a connoisseur, but ordain a coffee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm, I'm the Oprah. You know, uh, no, um, I I've I've roasted here and there. Uh, that's something that like if I am gonna get into roasting, I want to do like a traditional like Ethiopian method, okay. um, where you just like roast it over like hot coals rather than like the the big machine. Huh. Um, so that's that to me is like is a little more like kind of like what I'm like I would love to try yeah. to get good at. Um but yeah, I'm I'm pointing behind me. I don't know if you can see it, yeah. but like that's the uh that's the setup. So they got the grinder, you know, the yeah. various beans. There's like there's 10 different ways. There's 10 different yeah. ways to make coffee behind me. Are, um, do, do you, what do you primarily do? The pour over? Or do you do? do you yeah, do primarily. Like okay. I'll get up, and make a pour over. You know, I my my wife has been like really on the espresso kick. So because she makes herself lattes in the morning, so yeah. like she'll, you know, so the I have a little manual. It's called a rock, uh, manual espresso. 
So oh, yeah. I have that in the house. So it's like a manual one that she likes to use, you know, okay. which is it's dope. Yeah. Is it like an AeroPress? I like an AeroPress. Yeah. So that's a, you can make you could pull an espresso shot with yeah. an AeroPress, but uh no, nah, the Ruck is like it's a legit espresso with the, you know, it's got the the pour filter and the oh, okay. you know, and you, yeah. but you just rather than like it being mechanized, you use your hands uh, to like pull these arms down and like it's interesting. fun. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, I could, I could keep talking coffee, but I, I, I want to come back to Terraform. <laughs> well, give us give us the kind of maybe the overview, kind of where are you going to the book. What are some things you talk about, and then maybe we can drill down into some specifics. Yeah, so it's about like imagining, like building a livable world. It's yeah. about the idea of like, well, let's terraform our own spaces. Um, there's a uh, this feminist author you know from the 60s i think her name is i always have to write it down because i forget it all all the time but her name is carol hannish and it's something that my wife said to me once when i was in in the process of writing the book she was it's it's a phrase uh the personal is political you Mm. know and that you know the culture can only be as healed as we are so like Hmm. as i'm kind of processing imagining like the society we could live in Mm -hmm. um it's like you can't do that without imagining yourself better and okay. working on your own self. So I try to like move, you know, through the book to go from like these big sweeping g- giant earthly ideas all mm-hmm. the way down to like your own inner peace and understanding like your own home and your own self. So mm-hmm. um, it's so it's broken. So the book's book's broken up in like four acts or four movements, and they're called the sky, the soil, the people. And the possibility. Huh. Um, so, and they, we kind of, and those are actually all the. So there's there's music EPs to go with each of those sections too. Um, so the sky is just this idea of like, okay, what's already here? What do we already have? Like everything that we need is already actually here. Just you just got to kind of slow down and look look for it, you know. So mm-hmm. like, um, uh, you know, and in, in in the idea of like. How are we forming our identities? How do we understand ourselves? How do we understand ourselves related to each other? It's like it's it's actually all there if we just kind of slow down and 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 see it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the soil has to do with just that, like the idea that like, look, you know, I know it sounds woo woo, you know, to Western Christians, but like you you you're made of earth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, and, and so is everybody you love. You know what I'm saying? And and so is the building you're sitting in. And so is the mic you're speaking on. It's yeah. made of earth, you know, and, uh, and, it, and, and it's, and I'm, I'm of the belief that that was like the first epistle, God's first revealing of himself was creation, mm. you know, mm-hmm. like, so I'm like, this is, it's, it's, he's revealed himself through creation, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's sacred. Mm-hmm. It was here before us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'll be here after us, you know? Yeah. And uh, so you, you treat the soil like it's sacred. It's a part of who you are and it's the, every person you're looking at, it's sacred. And then the people has to do with like, well, if you understand that the soil is sacred and we're made of the soil, then the person you're looking at is sacred, you know? Yeah. Uh, so then how we relate to each other, we should relate to each other as if they're sacred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you start building a culture around that rather than around stories we've been telling ourselves as far as like, one, you know, us sitting in the shadow of like the Chuck Colson's of the world and just like the, the culture war guys that yeah. like, um, you know, it, it's just, 
that's just verifiably false. Like I just don't know us to say like, <laughs> I can't be at war with culture. I am culture. We make it. It's not a monster separate from us. We yeah. are it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if it's messed up, it's because we're messed up. You can't parachute <laughs> out. We are it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, and then finally the, the possibility, which is just what it sounds like. It's like, okay, well, if all of our systems, Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, libertarian, anarchist, monarchist, socialist, whatever, we made them up. Yeah. You know, like they're, they're all made up, you know, there's, the borders, there's no, I always say there's no force field at the 47th parallel that separates Canada from America. It's not, it's not real. Yeah. If we made it up, you know, so if we made it up and a lot of these things that we made up are so damaging to us, then let's make up something else. Hmm. I don't, I don't understand why it's like uh, this dude, let's think of something else. I don't know what that other thing is, Yeah. but I know that wherever we are, we made it up. Yeah. So that means we can make up something else. So let's make up something better. <laughs> You know, okay. so that's kind of the uh, so, that's that's kind of how I was trying to move through the book. Yeah. Do, do you deal with politics a lot or is that kind of the lingering oh, yeah. thing beneath like or is it more of an explicit thing you're, you're talking about? And how do you how do you approach that? I mean, I don't like I come. Yes. Yes. And no. Yes. In the sense that, like, there are moments that I kind of drill down and go, dude, because there's a there's a chapter called institutionalized neighborliness. Mm-hmm. Um which is a phrase I got from my homegrown Nish, why Seth? And she's like, hey, you know, the most effective way or the most wide reaching way to love your neighbor would be voting hmm. is to put it in an institution. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like that way you want to love your neighbor, dude, help make laws that elevate them, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, you know what I'm saying? So there, in that sense, there's like a lot of like uh, direct stuff. Um, but I think that like, as a, you know, as a, as a person of color, you know, um, coming from like a marginalized group, like you, uh, Paul, I can't, you can't not talk about politics. Like that's just, it's a part of your existence. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and it's not like that's not true of everyone else. It's just, more obvious to us yeah you know what i'm saying yeah uh it's true it's true for everyone it's just we know it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. so uh so so i think so so yes in the sense that like i'm you're kind of always talking politics you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. um but no in the sense that like i'm not trying to land at a different at a particular body politic or okay or 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 partisan position, you know what I'm saying? I think yeah. a lot of times when people say politics, they mean partisanship. Right, right, right. And right. I and I'm not talking partisanship. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Hey, real quick, can you center your head? I, I, I just noticed that I have a more narrow, and I'm only getting half oh. your face. Yeah. My bad. I'm no, no, you're. I should have said. So. Yeah. I just noticed it now. I'm like, shoot, yeah. a little bit more to okay. your right. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> okay. There we go. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. No, that's so I. I I have to confess that, you know, I've had, I have kind of more, I guess, Mennonite leanings when it comes to Christians and, and yeah, I love your distinction, partisanship and politics. I mean, the gospel is profoundly political. When you say Jesus is Lord, that's a political statement, but it's not partisan. Even if somebody might resonate with more values on one side or the other, your tribal allegiance is to neither tribe uh, is always been my posture. And so I, I, I've, I've, I've had a more non or apolitical in that sense kind of posture, but then the pushback I've gotten, which I think is very valid is that, well, 
as a white person living in America, you have you do have the advantage and privilege yeah. to have that posture. There's other people yeah. that don't have that advantage. I thought I, I'm still thinking through. I think it was Eugene Cho who actually brought that up. He wasn't the first one, but he was one that. Maybe it was in his book, actually, where he kind of said, let's be careful, white Mennonite people ish, you know, to, to, yeah. to, to not to. Like, hey, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that, is that, yeah. is, would you say the same thing and maybe help yeah, unpack I, I that and help me understand where you're coming from with that? Yeah, I think that's what I was getting at. There's a, in the chapter on the institutionalized neighborliness, like I say, like, to be honest with you, if it wasn't for racism, I'd be a libertarian. You know, because I'm like, <laughs> just leave me alone, dude. Like, I'll figure it out. I want I I want my kids to succeed. I want to succeed. And I want my neighbors to be fine. If my neighbors are hungry, I'm going to feed them. You don't have to tell me that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, my neighbors, it's it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, but not everybody has that. <laughs> not everybody has that, you know. And, and it would be like, it's like when I think of any of not only my rights, our daughter's rights, hmm. you know, anybody's like it's it was. It was the it was us fighting to be included into the Constitution hmm. and then needing the laws to enforce um, my rights. You know what I'm saying? And that was a heavy, heavy lifting. Like, you know, I, I was for my for my pod, I was uh, doing some research on just the history of filibustering hmm. and um they've kind of throughout history have all been around the rights for black people. Like every, every filibuster was like the government don't want, they, these people don't want us to have rights. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm like, it's, it's taken government intervention for me to be able to go to a desegreg desegregated school for me to be able to buy a house here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, mm. man, if I, yeah. if you would just stop being racist, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> This would be fine. You know what I mean? So it's like, so I think in that sense, that's what I am saying. It's like, um, yeah, it's just not that simple. Like I have not been able to just move freely except for mm -hmm. the laws being changed to yeah. make sure that I can, you know what I'm saying? So, so I guess, so yeah, that, that is what I'm saying. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, uh, Hey, a good investment is, is, you know, Homeownership. So make sure, you know, if it's as soon as you can, you know, try to get yourself a house and you want to pass it on to your kids, save, save that equity. It's like, well, okay, well, you know, well, we couldn't until the 60s. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, I, well, if no one would, thanks for, it was, it was discrimination laws yeah. against loaning to black families. So I'm like, I, I'd love to, I'd love to have, you know, to be able to hold on to our house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I, we didn't get in the game until, one generation ago, you right. know, so like things like that, you know, are like those practical sort of yeah um, things. Yeah. So on, on that question, I'm curious. So like, um, do it, that, that kind of like racism within like giving home loans and stuff, is that still, I mean, I, I hate to ask, is it still happening? How much is it still happening in your um, experience and, or what's the lasting effects of it? Let's just say it hasn't happened since 1968 there's still lasting effects on that. Could you expand on maybe some of those lasting effects too? The lasting effects is like the idea that just because, you know, you can't legislate out the hearts and minds of men, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I can't. So, you know, just because the law says, Hey, you know, you can't discriminate by race, creed or 
religion or gender doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Right, right. These are still private, you know, institutions. So with this is what we call like implicit bias. So, if, you know, and if, you, if you're following any statistics, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I mean, throw a rock at any of them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, that bias that sort of assumes I, I remember like even in my own my own personal experience when you know earlier on in my career you know when I opened the the business checking account you know mm-hmm. I, I got then I was like oh my manager needs his own card you know access to the account so I needed to add him to the account so we walked into the bank and as like my bank, like the one I walk to every, like I, I come here weekly, you know what I mean? And I walk in and I tell the teller like, hey, I need to add a name to our account, to my account. He's like, okay, cool. He sits down, turns right to my manager, the white boy. It was like, hey, what are we doing? So, so what are we doing today? Uh. And he's on his phone. He's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, it's his account. And I'm just like folding my arms like, bro, I see you every day. I see you every week. Like, what do you, come on, man. So that, so it's that implicit bias that like when we, um, with me and my wife, like when we started, uh, when we first started off before we were able to buy our house, um, looking for apartments, I couldn't be on the phone because they would just hear all that dude's black. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We were denied applications. You know what I'm saying? It did it did it a couple times where like I called and then my wife called back and then with the same information, same everything, and it's just it's just mm. so these these implicit things that start happening. But I think ultimately, um, let's just say, but for your you know, let's say that those are things I know that happen now. But let's just say for your example that yeah, it something immediately stopped in 1968. What that means is. For 150, 200 years, white families have been able to accumulate generational, you know what I'm saying, wealth through my de- granddaddy's farm or, you know, my great grandfather had a corner store, you know what I'm saying, and this and this and you pass them down. So eventually, you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with being a part of a, 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 a process with a 150 year head start, you know what I'm saying? So like, so economically speaking, financially speaking, it's like we're we're still in the 1800s. You know what I'm saying? Like in in getting into developing wealth. Now, of course, these are like sweeping generalities. Sure. Like it's not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, please give me that. I understand that. But like yeah. for the sake for the sake of example, for the sake of an example, like that seed money, that um, that network of friends, of venture capitalists. You know what I'm saying? Of of like. Oh man, my uncle's a lawyer. So when I'm starting a business, there's this. So if you if we don't get into the game until then, then that means that I'm the uncle. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm the first. I'm the I, I'm the OG. And I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I just you know what I'm saying? Like I don't. I'm just learning too. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. So I don't have that deep well of you know dad and granddad and his brother and this, you know what I'm saying? Like right. there's no, there's no inheritance in that sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, we are it, you know, my, yeah. my, my dad, you know, my parents were like the first homeowners like mm-hmm. in, in our family, you know what I'm saying? So like stuff like that. So it's like, we're, we're only one generation in, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So that, I think that would be a good way to understand it, like lasting. It effects. is like, so 
a lot of white people or white, not white people, but more conservative people, whatever color they are, they, they, yeah, I think they don't like, yeah, which you said, the sweeping generalizations, you know, because it's like, what about the poor white person who was born into a poor white family that maybe they've never, like, they may, they might be as an individual worse off than a black person who happened to be born into a, a more wealthy upper middle class black family. But would that be fair to acknowledge? But what you're saying is, yeah, that there are individual exceptions, but we're talking on the whole. Of course. Yeah. And this is why this is why I think white people need to stop rejecting critical race theory. Ooh, let's it's go because, there. <laughs> because you yeah. just articulated it. It's, what, it's like it's intersectionality. It's what we're saying is that systems overlap and they're systematic. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So there are areas that we should go rather than being like, as a weapon, it should be a connector. You should be like, oh, I get it. I see what you're saying huh. because of this, this, and this. And then I'm going, yes, fam. Like when I look at like the opioid epidemic, I'm like, hey, were you... When your uncle Mike got hooked on meth and they sent him to jail, yeah. did you think to yourself, well, he's an addict? Right. Like, what? You, you think jail going to heal him? Like, how come y'all not looking for the person that sold it to him? Yeah. And not only that, did you ever ask yourself how Bubba, you know what I'm saying, from, from Bubba that work at the logging factory, how he got his hands on a box of Oxycontin? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. You ever ask yourself that? Huh. You know what I'm saying? You know who gave it to him? <laughs> the establishment, fool. <laughs> like this, this wealthy company is pumping drugs into your community. Yeah. Like, and why aren't you asking yourself why they not prosecuting you? I'm like, why they not prosecuting them? I'm like, fam, same. That's what we said. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. you think? Where you think we got cocaine from? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're to make crack. Where do you think we got it from? You know what I mean? I'm like, we got it from the same people. So I'm like, yeah. don't you understand? Like, it overlaps. So rather than being like, so, but that me, I'm like, no, fool. What I'm trying to say is we in this together, dog. You know, mm. there's there needs to be a reimagining. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean by, like, let's think of something else. Because what's working is like, don't you see this? Like, it's killing us both. Yeah. And it got us fighting each other as if we not crushed by the same thing. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm. I'm like, don't you get that? Like this white supremacy, this this system that I'm talking about is crushing us both. Like you getting crushed by it. You say, well, I'm white. And I'm like, and it's crushing you, ain't it? <laughs> and I'm like, don't that suck, dog? Don't that suck? I think yeah. it sucks too. Yeah. You know? Did yeah. you, have, did, so I, I, first of all, I don't mean to laugh because what you're talking about is very serious. But yeah. you're kind of hilarious, but also I, I just can't stop thinking about Dave Chappelle, who I don't know if you saw. <laughs> I probably yeah. shouldn't advertise necessarily. I'm not endorsing watching Dave no, Chappelle necessarily. However, <laughs> he hit the same point you did in his sticks and stones yeah. at the very end, and yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, "Are you? Yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't see what I see. Like, yeah, what is you talking about? Yeah, you know. So yeah, so that's so he's to like, me, it's like." Just say but, no. Just say no yeah. to the opioid. <laughs> Just say no, guys. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, they putting they putting you in jail for getting hooked on it. Yeah. Not the person that made it. You know, and you know the Sackler family. They they get to pay. They get to pay their their the the. It's a ten like two billion dollar fine. So they paying a fine, but they paying it off interest. Interest mm -hmm. from the company, mm -hmm. not even out their own pocket. So what I'm trying to tell you is you. What I'm trying to say is like. 
your drug cartel dude, mm. that's your that's your cartel boss, not even going to jail. Mm. You got uh, you got aunties and uncles dead. You got family members spending their life in prison off this stuff that this person's selling, and they not gonna see a they not gonna see one second behind a cell. That don't bother you. Mm. You over here telling me I need to stop talking about racism? I'm like, fam, don't you get what I'm trying to say? It's a system. Hmm. You feel me? And I'm like, listen, like we gotta, we gotta think of something else, guys. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're. I don't know. I, this is you're recognizing some complexity in the conversation and even the system because you're saying that the very system that has historically hurt black people, obviously at a much higher percentage, is also yeah. hurting. White people who find themselves maybe in a lower socioeconomic or find find themselves at the butt end of that system so that this can bring commonality to fight unjust systems that have racist manifestations but aren't reduced. That's not the only piece to it. Yeah, that's that's – I think that's I think that's really helpful for white people because they always you know we I'll we point to like what about this what about that what about we have a black president we had this and it's like. Of course, there's going to be exceptions and maybe. Of course. Yeah. 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 Individual yeah. successes. Of course, it's going to happen. But obviously, again, throw a rock at any statistic. You you know that. And I'm thinking like, OK. Th- like, think about your argument in the sense that like. OK, racism can't be real because. I'm white and I'm suffering. I'm like, OK, follow that. So you white <laughs> and you suffering. But everybody on the top is also white and they not helping you. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, do you, like, like pay attention to what's happening here. Like it, it, this thing benefits from you staying down here, mm-hmm. but then telling you you better than everybody else around you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, don't you, you, you don't see that mind game that's happening to you right now. You feel me? So I'm like, let's, Let's think this through. Like, let's let's think about this differently. I think there's something else going on that can be we can we can rethink this. And it's and it and what it does is like what I think power does uh, is it makes you power makes you ignore the obvious, hmm. you know. And I'm like, okay, what what about this? Do you not want to accept that it's so? The country's obviously racist. Like, I just don't understand why you like, why are you why are you fighting this? Like, that's obvious, you know. So let's move past that and say, okay, and it's also this, 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 this and this. And I'm like, for me, I'm going, yeah, I know. That's why we keep saying we need an overhaul of the whole thing. And that benefits us all. And here are some suggestions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how, how, can you unpack? Because I mean, that's going to not land well on some people. Uh, that this country's racist. How, how do you like? That's a general statement. Obviously, like what? What does that mean? Three hundred thirty um, like white people, the system, so, the government, so yeah. so here, the people in go. power. That's good. Again, again, <laughs> why y'all need critical race theory is <laughs> is uh, okay. How do I say this? If you bite a piece of cake, you don't taste flour and eggs. Right. You taste the cake. But we know for a fact the flour and eggs are in it, right? But that's not 
but you but it you'd be silly to parse it out right it's silly to parse it out now if the cake tastes bad right then at some point i need to go something in these ingredients that are cooked in are a problem right so using that example i think white america thinks racism is a the problem of the individual mm-hmm. so if you if you teach the individual differently or you get rid of those that you guys like we would all agree well that fool's an idiot you know but you know what i'm saying like right. if you get rid of them then it's fine right um which is partially true because again culture is made of humans right so when when individuals have an issue or have a a, a stain you mm-hmm. know which we all do we're going to build institutions that bake in those stains right okay. so when you so when when all of us who looked at the documents and said all men are created equal these truths we hold to be self-evident these men said this knowing full well they were only talking about white landowners over 25. They knew they were talking about that. So they didn't even mean all men when they said all men. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they did. They just didn't think that your ancestor was a man hmm. because yeah. he ain't own no land. You know what I'm saying? Because because he was from the northern part of the same island. Like the <laughs> Irish weren't allowed to vote. Like that's the same island. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is like, it's already, it was in the infrastructure, the same place that referred to the land that we standing on. Listen, I'm sitting in Los Angeles right now, right? This is the historical lands of the Tongva tribe. I know that because I had to look for it. This ain't even ours. You know what I'm saying? Like you throw a rock anywhere into just the building of our civilization, right? Any, the fact that we're still talking about attaining rights for these all men that was supposed to be included in night 17. It's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is, I'm talking about America as an idea, as an institution. Mm-hmm. And of course, in the same way that like, we look across the country and we say, well, China's communist. And I'm like, okay, well, which one of them is? Hmm. Point at the Chinese dude that, you know what I'm saying, is Reagan called, Reagan called Russia the evil, the evil empire. Okay, mm. which one of them? Which one of the 45 million of them <laughs> is the evil? So you see how you get it somewhere else that you're mm. like, well, I know I'm not talking about the people there. I'm talking about the idea of Russia. You talk about the idea, so why can't you see that in your own place? I'm talking about the idea of our country it was built on these ideas that somebody told you were beautiful, but I'm living in the lived reality yeah. of like, I was not included in that. Yeah. That is by definition <clears throat> racist. It is what it is. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what I'm saying is like, that's not, but that don't mean, that don't mean I'm ready to leave. That mean I'm ready to go. Hey guys, I don't know if you know, but you kind of, you kind of baked some arsenic into this cake. Mm. There's arsenic in it. So every, and every time, and it's apparently, apparently you're immune. I know when I bite it, you feel me? This is what's happening. So I'm trying to tell you, yeah. it's like, look, dude, like half your country's sick from eating this same cake. There's a problem with the cake, guys. You know? And and I'm like, now that said, I look at things that Frederick Douglass said when Frederick Douglass gave his um his mm-hmm. Fourth of July speech where he was like, is this my Independence Day? 
Hmm. He's like, hmm. I read the Constitution. I read the, de- the Declaration of Independence. This is a beautiful document. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. I'm just not included. Hmm. So he's like, y'all got to start including the rest of us mm-hmm. into these words that you, as an institution. Yeah. You feel me? Well, and, let, can I make a distinction real quick? Because it, so it seems to me, maybe I'm missing something, but it seems to me that the the very idea that's embedded in the Constitution is actually not a racist idea. It's that the founding fathers didn't live up to that as an understatement. <laughs> um, but the yeah. idea itself that all people are created equal before God, the yeah, idea seems beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's the it's the departure from the idea, not the original idea itself. It was just the hypocrisy. Yeah, but- of not yeah, it's up like to- yeah. So the so the push is like, yo, y'all. I mean, but y'all never meant it. You know what I mean? It's like you wrote it down, but you clearly never meant it because again, you're standing on land that's not yours. That you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you. So you you never meant it. You know what yeah. I mean? But like that don't mean you ain't strike gold with the with the yeah. statement. You know what I'm saying? You you're saying that we're saying in a room of 45 men who all own slaves. Mm-hmm. Talking about all men are created equal. Like yeah. you don't mean it. You know what I'm saying? It's a great statement. You clearly don't mean it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so with this, like, with what, uh, like I said, people like Frederick Douglass and other abolitionists and other people within the thing, Thomas Jefferson even being like, um, who I rarely like um, <laughs> invoke, but him being like, hey, dude, we're going I'm, to, I'm, obviously he didn't say, hey, dude, but his, uh, <laughs> him saying like, if we, if, if the African ever gets his freedom we we're gonna have hell to pay like because like we 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 did them wrong you know what i'm saying there was even pushes to say like freed slaves to send them to haiti send them to canada because like we can't have him here because we kind of know we we did them wrong and like we know it you know what i'm saying yeah um so this is in our like these things are in our history you know what i'm saying so like i'm just saying like you, you they they knew what they were doing, hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they knew that, like, it's not ignorance. This is, like, this is willful. It's, like, I have a worldview that says the human species, the Imago Dei, is stratified. Mm-hmm. That's their worldview. It's stratified. You put mm-hmm. things like phrenology and, and you know what I mean, and, and uh, um, um, what's the brain measuring thing? I'm, I'm, eugenics and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Like, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, like. It's this is their worldview. It's like, yeah, we believe that, you know, we're image bearers. We're just we bear more of the image of God. Than <laughs> it's it's yeah. their worldview. You know what I'm saying? So like, you're gonna build based on your worldview. And I'm pushing back and going like, what are, you, are y'all serious? Like, yeah, it just it happened. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, yeah. So I, I can I? Uh, I want to summer try to summer. And this, you're way more knowledgeable this than I am. So I might even butcher my question, (laughs) but I dabble, I dabble. And and especially on this podcast, I love engaging the race conversation and it doesn't matter who I have on. I'm going to get somebody that's upset. So my last guest was a black conservative, probably the first, probably Mm. the first kind of Thomas soul disciple I've had on. And people didn't like that episode. Like when are you going to have a, you know, a real black person on? Like, well, I actually, I, 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 I try to get a wide range of people. Fair. Anyway, all that to yeah, say, I, 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 I enjoy engaging the conversation because I think it's so incredibly needed and it's become so divisive in the church. And that's where my, like to me, the, the, God, the, the, the multi-ethnic vision that runs from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22 is such a, such a strong 
yeah. thread throughout the scriptures, and it just drives me crazy when Christians can't see that yeah. this is a... Paul made this a gospel issue. John and Revelation made yeah. this is a gospel issue, this conversation. Yeah, yeah. And I and I think there are some complexities that, as I listen, somebody doesn't really... I mean, right now I'm still listening. I'll probably be listening for a long time before I really formulate any kind of constructive thinking about it. But we can all agree on certain gospel points. We can maybe have a dialogue about how best to move forward. And I think that's where we get yeah. stuck. So, um, so I, I want to try to maybe summarize some, and I hate even framing it this way, but it's maybe some talking points from the right. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. I, I oh. may resonate with the talking points. I may not. I may think they're yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of BS. Yeah, drop them what do you, what do you say? And I've got thoughts on that. <laughs> okay. What about people who say, yes, everybody agrees that aside from the KKK today, you know, everybody would agree that, there's this dark history in America, um, but we've gotten we've made so much progress to where we had a democratically elected black president. Like that's not just an individual accepted. That's like half the country said, "I want to be led by this black man." Doesn't that say something about the state of the nation as a whole? Not just that one person or uh -huh. one individual exception, um, but this is like doesn't this show that we have made tremendous progress since then? What do you what do you say about that? Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> and I'm sure you've heard yeah, this. I'm okay. sorry if you're like, like, I'm so tired of answering these questions. But No, it's like, yeah. it's, I mean, it again, it's like, I'm like, well, sure it does. And then there's also like, well, look what followed right after, you know, it's like, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It would be, the, would be my next thing is like, yeah. well, and then right after that was the rise of the new alt-right and, and white nationalism and, and just mm -hmm. this amazing explosion of hate crimes that we've seen yeah. where we haven't seen in a long time. And I'm like, that's what I found has historically, again, following history, it, whatever gain, you know, when after the emancipation and then into reconstruction was the birth of the black codes. Right. You right, know, no, and, yeah. and then you feel what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that seems that seems to continually be you know, so it's kind of like a jagged progress, or it might be, oh, we're here, but then we might go back a bit, and then yeah, here, it's not so, just a straight so line of progress. It's okay. not, it's not a straight line. Like okay. culture's not that. It's just culture's not that clean and simple. And um, yeah, while I think it's important to celebrate wins, I also think it's it's important to temperate our our celebrations with a reality. Because okay. I'm going, okay, so with that symbol, the question would be, how is that played out? Okay, that happened vertically. How is that played out horizontally? Okay. I'm like, have the, have the, um, you know, rates of arrest and and poverty and and mm -hmm. prison system has those numbers, have those numbers followed the same trajectory? You know what I'm saying? Um, and if they have, why? If they have not, why? You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's more like, again, like like I said, power makes you ignore the obvious. Because I'm like, well, let's just not like, let's, it's just, you don't have to make any, draw any, any value or conclusion. You don't have to prescribe any value or conclusion to, to it. I'm mm -hmm. just saying, well, it's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and what it's, what the implications of that being, it's like, you know, it, it had, had things been as simple as we had a black president, then during that same time of the of the black president was Trayvon Martin mm -hmm. was you know yeah. Mike Brown was Eric Garner was you know what I'm saying so you still have this 
this continual, which hasn't changed in any way, like this interaction of like brutality towards black people. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. and then, and then after that, it's like why? Then, then why was there a George Floyd uprising? Like, why are we still talking about this? Like, why is you know what I'm saying? So like, so what I'm saying is like, why is why is Flint, Michigan? Why do they still not have water? You know, what is their population rate between? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like just just hmm. just gotta be honest about it. You know? Yeah. So. Yes, absolutely. That was an amazing day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm logging for the day that you don't even have to point at it. Where it's like, hmm. it wasn't a thing at all. To me, it's like, that's how you know we're done. The fact that's that it was such there. a unique thing the is... The fact that okay. it's unique huh. means we got work to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like, that's, it's like you, know it's, you know it's changed. You know things have changed when you don't notice it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To me. So it's like, so yeah. like... You know, I I, I, w- I was watching the X Games, and then after that I was watching the Olympics. Uh, and I, my my daughter wants to do gymnastics; she's in gymnastics now. And I was watching this, and I was like, and it hit me that I was like, dang, the women's gymnastic team is two black girls and two Asian girls. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like I never, you know what I'm saying? And I just went, whoa, whoa, you know what I mean? And I'm like, but I noticed it. You know, it's when. It's when you don't notice, to me, is when it's like, all right, mm-hmm. now we're at a place where things have like. That al- does that make sense? Yeah, that almost sounds. I could see somebody interpreting that as almost the the theory of like colorblindness that people say is. Oh, not at all. Yeah. I, I no. know that's not what you're saying, but people that almost like somebody yeah. could say, well, wait a minute, yeah. we're, we're critique for arguing for colorblindness, whatever, but that's not. Um, no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm still saying that we're saying we're saying we've had we've had one black president yeah. and he was the first and it was our lifetime. And you ready to and you it's like it's like you're down by 30 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You hit a three pointer and then you're taking all your starters out. <laughs> you're just like, oh, we got it. We got it. You know what I'm saying? Put the reveal like, fool, what are you talking about, dog? Like, <laughs> you just hit one shot. Like, what you over here celebrating yeah. for? You doing knee slides like it's a soccer match? You just hit one jumper. Yeah. Like, bro, like, <laughs> we got a lot of work, fam. The game ain't over. So to me, that's, to summarize my answer, it would be that. Okay. It's like, okay, yeah, we hit a jumper in the third quarter, guys, but we're down by 30. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so like, you can't take your starters out. You gotta like, you got to keep, you know what I'm saying? LeBron, yeah. take a break. We got this. Like, no, fool. Yeah, Hit yeah. another one, LeBron. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. N- another talking point. Uh, it, I could probably just say one word here. Fatherlessness. Um, yeah. At the end of the 60s, I, I, and don't I, you can correct me if, if you know the percentages, something like 30%, 25% of the black community were raised without a father, which is fairly low, but now it's something like 70%, and a lot of – people would say that that is at least a significant reason for some of these economic disparities. Um, what would you? Well, the question, I mean, for, first of all, I would push back on the stats to say that like, okay. we're no less out of our homes than any other race. Our numbers are no different than anybody else's. Okay. The question, do you know what I'm saying? But the, but the Wait, question is that, is I, that, I don't have the fact, I mean, is that tr- like the, the rate of fatherlessness yeah. is not any higher? The rate of fatherlessness among- is not, is the, 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 dis- the disparage between black families, white families, Asian families. Matter of fact, it's Latino families who have the most presence of their fathers. You know what I'm saying? Huh. So it's not, it's not so much. Yeah. It's like the, our divorce rates aren't any lower or higher 
they're not the same, obviously. And right. and most of and most of the disparages between like fatherlessness has much more to do do with economic issues um, rather than race issues, hmm. location issues, you know, access to jobs. So I guess the question would you would ask would say this is the interlocking part of it to say, well, why are wiser not around yeah Yeah. specifically in the black community and then why are fathers not around in every other community rather than saying well they don't have dads well well kind of none of us do you know (laughs) what i'm saying uh and then and if you and and another which is dope because the new york times did the story about this it's like black fathers when they are around are statistically more involved with their Mm -hmm. children's lives than pretty much anyone else. You know what I'm saying? They're actually more present when they're present, you know? Um, so I think, so my, so my question would be again, like, first of all, like I would, I would challenge the statistic to say like, are we again, any, any less present than anybody else? You know what I'm saying? Why are we gone? Is, is, does it have to do with, has to do with opportunity? Does it have to do with, uh, you know, crime rates? Are we, more penalized heavier for the same crimes, which we are, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Is it, uh, and, and again, why are we leaving? Why, why are white families breaking up? You know what I'm saying? And, and are the, is it the same reasons or is it different? Are they hmm. breaking up for luxury? Is it because of love? Is it fine? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what, yeah. why are they gone? You feel me? So once yeah. you, and I think once you, once you parse those things out, then you go, okay, so again, I'm arguing going back to the first part, systems interlock like they're not they're not something you could parse out and say oh this is the problem it's like no it's okay. it's they're, they're all connected so i'm not going to argue that fatherlessness ain't a problem but i'm going to say well let's unpack that okay why you know what i'm saying why is it a problem yeah is and is it unique to black people okay you know what i mean like i'll even jump forward to your probably your next one which would be the black on black crime and i'm like <laughs> it was in there somewhere <laughs> yeah i was yeah. like is it well, i mean that- is anyone looking at any asian on asian crime or latino on latino crime or right. white on white crime like why are you parsing this out you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and of and it's always like that because of proximity like it's because yeah. it's who we're next to so we're good you know what i'm saying that's the way communities work you feel me like yeah we cluster in these communities and crime happens locally. So yeah. of course our stats are gonna, you know what I'm saying? But so are yours. Hmm. You feel me? So I'm like, so to me, I'm like, well, that's to me, that's like, well, that's a non-statistic because it doesn't, it doesn't show anything. Hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. shows what we already know, yeah. which is you you commit crimes against your neighbors. Everyone does. You would that's have, everything. I guess, to, to for and I don't know if this even exists, but you would have to compare say south chicago the socioeconomic status the crime rates and then maybe go to a largely poor white yeah clustering of the same socioeconomic status and see if the crime rates are higher lower the same whatever i mean no, it's, um, the same. It's, it's like if, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna parse it by race it's like if you're in toad suck arkansas and you rob a guy you're gonna rob a white dude mm-hmm. and the dude that robbed you was a white dude because that's who's there yeah you know what i'm saying so i'm like i just feel like it doesn't right. That I, one doesn't show anything. You know for, what I'm saying? For me, I don't. It, as I and I, I try to listen to both sides. I don't listen to a lot of politics stuff. It, yeah. But when I do, I try to always balance. Like, what does this side say? What does that side say? Just so I'm not in an echo chamber. Um, and as I hear maybe the right bring that up, it's not so much like see they're the. It, it's more like how come we're not talking about you know 
And 100 see, people yeah. getting shot in South Chicago in, in several, you know, like this and is a huge yeah. issue. And that to needs me, to be- it's like that's the part that's disingenuous because Chicago is talking about it. Oh, OK. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, that that shows me that like, oh, well, you're not there. Or you're just weaponizing ah. this. So it's just not you know making the national maybe headlines as oh, it's, much. It's or making maybe- national news. It depends on what channel you on. You okay. know what I'm saying? Or what? You, or again, what you're weaponizing. I'm like, I am a product. Right. Who you you are listening to now? I'm a product of good gang intervention, of <laughs> huh. inner city, you know, big brothers, big sisters, local OGs who did daytime, came mm. out of prison, and was like, this is not the life you want. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When when we had you know, anti-gang rallies and, and you know what I mean? And, and park days, they call it set days where like the local gang would like do these like, you know, little like baseball games, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And just like, you know, and then I know it seems complicated, but it's because y'all, you're not you're here. Not there, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. there, you know what I'm saying? So like when you're there, you're like, mm. we have these marches. We had these stop the violence marches, mm. stop the violence crusades. So it's like, you like, you're, you, you know, box, little bo- like corner boxing, little like, you know, gyms and stuff like that. These are these are interventions hmm. that are that are attempting to stop this violence. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, if you're only peeking your head in here just to point at like the problem, it's like, well, that's to me, I'm going even if you're even if it's a point, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. A hundred people got shot in Chicago. But I'm like, but you're just weaponizing. That. Right. Right. Like, you're not saying that to help us. You're not saying that out of the concern for those hundred people. You're saying that to shut somebody else up. Yeah. Because then I'm like, now nah, I can't take you serious. Yeah. Because you're just you're just weaponizing it, rather than acknowledging yeah. there are hundreds and hundreds of people on the ground doing their best yeah. to uplift their community. That's you know I mean? dude. That would you say that that might be one of the key points of tension between. And again, I don't even know what category to use, left, right. I don't mm-hmm. want to say black, white, because that, that makes me, but just the, yeah, the, the, if you use a valid, say, statistic to weaponize yeah. the conversation I, without being actually in, like that, that, that's, that's it. You that's disgusting. That's it. So it's like, to me, that's the part that, like, the part of partisanship that, like, yeah. I am not interested in. Like, right. I have no desire to weaponize nothing. And I also don't want to, like, you know, I, I call it like putting your finger on Jello. It's like yeah. if, if, where you're just you're just playing whack a mole. So if you're if all right. and you're you're shooting all these things down that might be true or not true, but it's like you're making me chase this like yeah. rabbit across this you know the screen. And I'm like, okay, so at some point I go, what what's your goal here? Like, is your like what are you trying? What is your point? And if your point is to just say your worldview is wrong, then I'm like. Well, that's not helping. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm again going back to the book thing. I'm like, I what I'm trying to say is let's imagine something else. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be like this. We don't have to keep playing whack-a-mole. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Again, you're right. There is violence in our inner cities. But why though? Right. Like, how did we get here? You know what I'm saying? Who do we is there blood on all of our hands mm-hmm. and wherever that is i'm like can that's what i mean by like let's not ignore the obvious of course it is mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying of course like are you like i just don't understand why you just like what about this is so ghastly especially as a believer mm-hmm. where i'm like do you know what the cross says mm-hmm. about you <laughs> it's not good <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i'm like you had to look you had to look that in the face you had to accept that 
You don't have to bounce around it. You didn't give other reasons to say, well, what about, what about, what about, what about? No, what Christ says is like, no, 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 fool, look at it. You got to look at it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you can accept it in your faith. Yeah. Well, that, so I'm like, I just don't understand why you can't accept it with your nation. You just yeah. have to look at it. Just look at it. I'm, and that's what I'm trying to do. That's what even even when it comes to like gang violence, I'm looking at it. I know I'm looking at it because I live here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, <laughs> what are you? We No, it sucks. Yeah. You feel me? So I'm like, I'm, but I'm, but I'm looking past that as to how we got here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, let's deal with that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And it's, some of that stuff is on me. Some of that stuff is on this that created the environment that made that. You feel me? And I'm so, like, well, let's deal with all of it. So here, like, from my, again, from my from my naive perspective, when I hear the 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 left talk, it's kind of like systems, structures, um, you know, uh, all the leftover effects of you know Jim Crow and everything. Yeah. When I hear the right talk, it's individual agency, it's father. Can it be a, a a complex blend? Like it's not either one or the other. Obviously, we're personal agents, but obviously the systems aren't new like those play a role especially given the really recent history of some of that stuff like that's that's been my default position it's like it's probably a complex blend um so rather than just argue one against the other let's let's unravel some of that blend would that be a a valid i mean that's the like that's the my stance where i was like yo the personal is political Mm. like it's it's both you know, it's and and I think that like trying to make a dichotomy about that is the culture wars that I'm saying we're just in the we're in the shadow of to where I'm like, we don't we don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So but my question where I pull out of the whole like from the 10 where I pull into the 10,000 feet in a, is I again start asking that next question. Like, why? Why can't you acknowledge this? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I in in my sense I'm going I I took the responsibility of like I went off to college, you know, I you know I went went and got a master's degree. I did the homework, you know, I mean I did the work. Now, but I'm saying that knowing full well that my parents both in my lifetime became college grads like both of them finished school when i was in high school you know what i'm saying so i know i went mm. to college okay that's a feat but i'm also the child of two college grads mm-hmm. i'm aware of that whereas my best friend is not mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying now my parents split but i saw my father i saw mm-hmm. my father all the time mm-hmm. i'm aware of that it's both i took my responsibility and i understand that i got into that college because of race quotas i know that you know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. and I'm and I'm glad they did because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because my GPA wasn't it was just as high as everybody else. But if but if I know if I know if I know that if if I know that my my 3.8 GPA, you know what I'm saying, uh next to this white boy with a 3.8 GPA, if they didn't if I if if the country didn't make them choose me, you know what I'm saying, they wouldn't have. I just and I'm like, I I just know that. You know what I'm saying? Now, did that mean that I went in there and coasted? No, I put in the work. Yeah. So I worked really hard. I I graduated honors out of college. You know what I'm saying? So it was the same thing. It's like I but I did that knowing that I didn't have to work full time to support my mom. Hmm. Whereas some of my friends did. They got in the cars had to drop out because they had to support their mothers. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is something that I'm I'm aware of. So I'm like, it's both. There's a 
There's no problem with understanding both. My problem mm. is why can't anyone just acknowledge that? Like, yeah. again, power makes you ignore the obvious. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not going to ignore the obvious. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, there's poor white people. Why, though? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm like. Well, let's get to the why. Okay. And do I want y'all to stay poor? No. Why would I want you to like, yeah. I want you to have jobs too. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I want you hooked on drugs. That sucks. I don't want the police beating your head in. That sucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I don't, I'm not at war with y'all. Yeah. You feel yeah, me? So good, to me, yeah. it's like, that's, that's the part that I'm like, left, right, whatever. Like, I'm not at war with the culture. Mm. I am the culture. Yeah. You feel me? I'm not at war with you. Yeah. That's uh, that's super helpful. Um what 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 about um people point out that America's not perfect, it has loads of problems, has a dark history, but every country has had a super dark history. It's not like America had the corner market on on slavery or racism or class distinction. In fact, it's among all of the countries in the world, it's among the least racist or me most wealthy, um, even our poorest people are far richer than, um, people in other locations. Um, have you, I'm sure you've heard that talking point. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, I think I have a t-shirt that says, cause it's the first <laughs> lyric on my album. I don't hate America. I just demand she keeps her promises. So <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. so I'm like, you just made a promise. And I think it's more, I love, I would just wish America matched its marketing. So and pr promise being me, equal opportunity, right? Not equal yeah. outcomes necessarily, but equal opportunity. No, yeah. Equal opportunity. Yeah. So, so to me, it's like, of course, like you said, America has problems. And so does every other country would be fine, except America sells itself as exceptional mm -hmm. where I'm like, no, you said you were the greatest country on God's green earth. <laughs> you said you were the best at everything. You the one that stood up and said, we are the example, the shining light to the whole world. We are the beacon of light. To, they're the greatest country in the world. Mm -hmm. That's what y'all said. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now had you came out and been like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Young Upshot, we're going to do our best. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah. hey, we got a lot of problems like everybody else, but we're going to fight to make ourselves better. It's like, no, you came out like and said, we are the greatest. <laughs> so I get to go, oh, where you are? Really? Okay. Well, show me some receipts. Are you the greatest? <laughs> hey, man, maybe you're not as great as you say you are. Well, yeah. I mean, where everybody else got right. Well, you the one that said you was the greatest. <laughs> like, you feel me? So I'm like, well, then don't say you the greatest. <laughs> and then when somebody shows you you not, be like, well, nobody's perfect. Yeah. You just said you were. <laughs> you feel me? So to me, it's like, well, then don't talk that, you know, don't talk that talk then. Right. Yeah. Then if you want me to if you want to if you want to calibrate yourself to everybody else, then stop talking like you the better than, than you better than everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Then You don't know, feel me. So number that, that would be my number one. And then I think number two is real quick prop we, for, for the video. You're drifting to oh, your sorry. left. Yeah. I'm not making my a political bad. statement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> no, um, yeah. Number two. You know, yeah. And then number two to answer like the wealth question is, again, it's like. I'm like, now you, again, you're ignoring the obvious. Why do we get so wealthy? And why do we get so wealthy so fast? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you, if, you go, if you're going to use it as a flex, you better explain why we got there. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And I'm like, well, it's 150 years of free labor. You know, so like, why, else, why are you so wealthy? You know what I mean? And uh, so I think that there's like, 
if you're going to pull out a card, if you're going to pull out a flex, it's like anything. It's like, you know, if you're going to talk trash, you know, like if you're an athlete, all right, you're going to talk trash. You got to put it on the court. You feel me? And if you put it on the court, then because you brought it up, I have the right to push back. You mm-hmm. feel me? So to me, it's like just as like a it's like, again, going back to the theology, it's like you don't come in here and sit yourself in the front of the table. You come in there. Hum- you come in there humble. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have a contrite spirit. You feel me? So to me, it's like I my argument is like, well, you came in braggadocious. So I have it. So you gave me the you gave me that's a green light. I get to call you on it. You know what I mean? Do you think that's and an so, underlying point in, in this, like the because America does have this arrogance about it, about how great it is, how exceptional it is, that it's inviting this kind of like, well, wait a minute, look, look at because you can't just make statements and then when somebody challenge you on it, mm-hmm. you got nothing to back it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if your defense is you said I'm the greatest in the world, and then I go, Well, what about this, 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 and this? And you go, Well, everybody's got problems. And I'm like, that shouldn't have nothing to do with it. You said you was the greatest. Who cares what anybody else is doing? I think that, that was that, your, that, Sorry, go ahead. I was like, that was your argument. And I'm, and if that's the case, then I'm like, then you said to me, it's like that's that to me, that's un-American. Cause I'm like, you set a you setting yourself a low standard. Mm-hmm. You comparing yourself to people you think you better than, then you setting your bar too low. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm like, what I don't like it shouldn't matter what they doing. If you the greatest. You know what I'm saying? If you the beacon on the hill, you need to be setting a standard. You don't look at what they doing. You look at what you doing. Mm-hmm. Keep your eye on you then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you like if you should be like, hey, our poor state got this, 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 this problem. That's unacceptable. I don't care what they doing. That's unacceptable mm-hmm. because we're the greatest. You feel me? <laughs> then I'm handling it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, w- w- I remember like, again, it's a, hey, you are like using the athletic thing. It's like, dang, I scored 25 points today. Dang. And you like, what are you talking about? The rest of the team only scored 10. You like, no, I need to score 40 points. I don't care what they doing. I need to score this. And I'm like, that need, if you go t- if you talking about the goat, mm-hmm. you talking about you the goat, then yeah. I'm like, then I don't need to hear nothing about nobody else cuz you the yeah. goat. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and then or I get to go or you're not. Yeah. Like or you're not the goat or you're just like you actually said in your defense, just like everybody else. We're just a country. Yeah. With goods with good and with bad. To me, it boils down to that. I'm like, again, can we just just be real, dog? Like, we're just one of many countries yeah. that we got strengths. We did good on some stuff. We suck at some other stuff. Let's be honest with ourselves so that we can deal with the stuff mm-hmm. we suck at. You know what I'm saying? Not be fragile about it. Not be so precious about it. Be so scared to talk about the stuff you suck at. Like, why are you so scared to talk about the stuff you suck at? Mm-hmm. Just that don't mean I hate you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you suck at something, your coach, when you suck at dribbling, do your coach hate you? No, you suck at dribbling. <laughs> I'm just saying you need to practice. You need to work on your dribble. Like, why is that such a diss? Yeah. You feel me? I'm like, relax, dog. Like, you need to be better at this. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You need to be better at how you treat different people. You just need to be better at it. Like, what's wrong with that? You know? <laughs> God, dog, man, relax. So fragile, so sensitive, man. They tell you nothing. You know, and especially for people for these uh especially for that for that for that block of the world that thinks that like that that machismo these colors don't bleed. I'll you know, I'll die for this country. And I'm like, well, your country got this problem. Don't you talk about it. I'm like, yo, why are you so sensitive, G? Right. Like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yo, chill, fam. Like, you got an issue. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. why you like it folded you over, dog? Why are you so fragile? 
Yeah. yeah. Well, there's also, I mean, on your second point too, I mean, as you said, you got 150, 200 years of free labor. That's a huge point. There's also the global um, impact of America's wealth that gets really complicated too. It's like if, if our, yeah. if our wealth and our success, and I know I, my identity is in Jesus, not in my nation. So I even hate totally. using the plural pronoun to refer to yeah. my Babylon, but whatever. Um, uh-huh. But yeah. I, if, if, and I'm not an economist, I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but I mean, if other people around the globe are, are suffering economically, physically as a nation, because, and that's feeding into our success, if that plays a role, then that's as a Christian who's globally minded, by definition, yeah. that's an issue yeah. too. And that's something I don't hear people talk about either. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. better in that country, that poor country over there. It's like, well, why did, did our wealth affect their poverty? And if yeah. so, that's an issue too, right? Yeah. Then it's dirty money, you know? Yeah. yeah that's true, you know? Um, yeah. And it's like, well, we give more than what well, we also took more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and and to me, it's like, even you bringing up that point is me coming back to the calibration of being like, yo, we're one of many, yeah, you know, and, and that's okay. That's still beautiful. It's beautiful to be a part of a community, a global community, a tapestry. You know what I'm saying? You don't have, like, it doesn't take away from your specialness Mm -hmm. to consider yourself as one of many, you know, which I think as a nation and as a person, like we should feel like that. It's a member of the body. Like, yo, mm-hmm. you being just a member is not just a member. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. You're one of many, and that's beautiful. Like, you don't have to have some sort of special ray of light over your head mm-hmm. for Jesus to think that your your nose is better than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Your nose is so you. It's like you don't need that. Like, it doesn't take away from you to be a part of a collective. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know. So I think that like that's something as a nation we could use like yo it's you're still it's fine man you're one of many yeah you know yeah so i i've already taken you over an hour but man i i we haven't you've said a couple times why the church needs critical race theory i i can't let you go without i need i need that teased out a little bit and i've had several people on the show talking about crt so my audience hopefully has gotten several perspectives, yeah. uh, but what is CRT in a nutshell, if that's even possible, and why does the church need it? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I think it does, whether it knows or not, it's been using it the whole time. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just now it's a name or a buzzword. Uh, but um, I think there's a little bit of parsing out that has to happen. It's like, you know, weird. It's a law theory. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you talk about, like, how your identities intersect, mm-hmm. of course we're not talking about your salvation. It's not yeah. interested in that. That's not, it's not even what it's about at all. It's about how we interact with the laws mm-hmm. and how we interact differently with the laws and understanding why certain things uh, impact this community differently than that one and mm-hmm. just the history behind it. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, 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 it's dangerous about it. It's just, this is what happened. And not only that, it's just a theory right. and it's one of many. But some of the questions um, that it's raised or that a lot of times people are still trying to wrestle with is like it's this is a good it's just a good it's just a good tool. It's just a just a pair of glasses. You know, you can mm-hmm. use this pair of glasses to kind of help you understand something. It's not like that don't mean it's it's not gospel. Mm-hmm. wasn't meant to be gospel. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it's just, it has to do with the law. And I'm like, 
we all have multiple identities and it's trying to help you understand that. I'm like, hmm. it's like, you got a, I mean, you got a driver's license. Okay. Do I got a state on it and a number and an address? That's a political identity. You know what I'm saying? You are a member of that state. So the law relates to you based on those intersections. Hmm. Well, how is that? What does that have to do with your what does that have to do with your salvation? What, what about that is so dangerous to you? Mm-hmm. You carry it all the time. You got account numbers. You got credit card numbers. These are all intersecting identities. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and the law treats you differently based on those identifying factors. This is just saying, post-Jim Crow, post-Civil Rights era, how is the law interacting with people of color? It's just, it's just help you understand. It's an academic. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not even critical theory, which would be in fact Marxist. But okay. W- w- what the hell is wrong with understanding Marxist thought? Yeah. You ain't got It's just a lens. It's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a pair of glasses. Like it's it's like it's nothing. You're just reading it. So what's you know what the I'm saying? like? What you're one of many thoughts. You know what I'm yeah. saying. What you're describing seems really innocent. Uh, why are so, so many people up in arms? And I, I have not read any critical theory or critical race theory, the original sources. Um, so I'm just going on yeah, Twitter debates only, and um, stuff I see. I mean, yeah, I can only see it's hard for me in this sense to not see the because it's kind of like it's kind of baffling to me, too, to where I'm just like, I don't understand what where the monster is hmm. like, you know what I mean? Um, where, where's the boogeyman? Like, I really I actually to be honest with you, I don't see I don't see how because because of how I guess well I understand the theory. It's just like and that it's just and that it's it's like 70 years old and it's it's and it's just the theory. You know what I'm saying? It's like this ain't we didn't just make this up We're talking like this for a while. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I I just don't I my only answer can be cynical, you know, in the sense that this sort of like fear of Marxism, mm. you know, that to me really just goes back to the Cold War, which has much more to do with marketing than the idea, you know, uh, because I'm pretty sure like, I mean, you know, Marxists now you just they're just not by name Marxist. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, because it's just because it's just an idea. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And. And yeah, all ideas aren't equal. Some are more damaging mm-hmm. and dangerous than others. Yeah. You know, of course, I got, that's not what I'm saying. But I think that like, I, I, since I don't understand what you're so scared of, mm-hmm. what people are so scared of or what they're so up in arms about, all I can draw conclusions on is you don't want to face the reality of racism hmm. Hmm. is like, you just don't want to look at it, you know, especially like you take like the 1619 project and then the 1776 project, like, so I can't teach about slavery. Like, but it happened. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I, well, I just, why it, it happened. Like, what do you want me to say, dude? Like Who, who's arguing that we don't teach about slavery though? Is that, that was in the 1776 project because when the 1619 project was to talk about the history of was to do a full after 400 year anniversary of the first slave uh mm-hmm. touching american soil um 
there was pushes to like not teach that in school hmm. and which what's funny to me is like everything i knew about black history i learned outside of school so i don't know what you worried about anyway <laughs> they don't te- ain't nobody teaching us <laughs> anyway it's not happening in school but uh but i i, I just i think I honestly like. I honestly don't understand what is so scary. Why well, it's because it's it's not that serious to me. It could you know be mean? a misunderstanding or a misrepresentation of what it is, and I don't know the the critics of it. Um, I've listened to some of the critics. I've listened to some people on both sides and stuff. So it's hard because I I do need to go and read the original stuff, Bell and Crenshaw and Delgado and those guys, and yeah. just so I know from the people who are actually the ones who are advocating for what are you saying and are these critics representing you well because sometimes the representations are like well it's teaching white people to hate themselves or it's um like hey, where'd you get that or it's like, that's it, you know what I'm saying? i like, don't yeah, yeah. And i don't <laughs> that's what i mean i'm like that's y'all that's on you like <laughs> is that what you heard yeah like you know what i mean i'm like no it's a it's a law theory like yeah. it's like that's what i'm trying to say like, i can't express this more it is an academic nerdy ivory tower law theory to yeah. understand what happened after jim crow so wait, like, it's, it's not know, being talked i keep hearing like in news headlines like they're mandating to teach crt in, in elementary school or something like that is that not where it's like to me it, the, the hard part is like it falls under that same like you know, you're in you're in Bozeman, Montana, and and you've been convinced that these illegal immigrants are coming to take your job. And I'm like, I'm gonna walk around your city for the next four hours. I'm gonna look for a Mexican out here in Bozeman, Montana. Which which one of which one of these illegal immigrants is taking your jobs? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Ain't no Mexicans up here. Ain't no Latinos up here. Who taking what jobs? Who taking what? You feel me? So when you say, well, they're teaching in elementary school, I'm like, which one? Yeah. Where? I know I ain't learned. I ain't learned nothing about black history in school. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And if I did, it was because the teacher went off the rails. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't. I don't know what to say. Hmm. I don't, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to say except for I don't understand why this is so scary to you. Hmm. To me, it's like, to me, that's the more interesting question. Like, why would you draw that conclusion that this is teaching you to hate white people? Yeah. Is it because it's, I'm like, that's a, that's a jump. That's a heart jump. Cause I'm like, what it is showing is that, yeah, the law, the laws have benefited white people. For a long time, but like, yeah, duh. Like, no you don't dis- already know that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, so why, why is this any? What you know? Well, that means to hate us. Well, I didn't. Nobody say that. Okay. That's what you said. So to me, it's more like that. To me, sounds like, well, you have some issues to deal with. You have yet to stare into the void. You know what I mean? It's almost like you have yet to look at that cross. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And be like, oh crap! Like I got blood on my hands. Okay, mm-hmm. you ain't gotta hate yourself for that. You, but like, you can pay it forward. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like. Do I look at myself? I know that I know that my wife makes 70 cents to the dollar because I'm a male. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that. But that don't mean I I say, well, it teaches you to hate men. No. What it teaches me is to say, hey, we should do something about that. She should 
she should get equal pay. That's what it teaches me. It's like, that sucks, man. That sucks. She's actually smarter than me. She's more qualified. She should make more. Yeah. Is there a way that I can help her make more? Cool. Then, yo, pay her more. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't hate being a man. I hate that she's paid less. You feel me? So yeah. I'm like, so I'm like, anybody teaching you to hate white people, you should hate how people of color have been treated. Yeah. That's what you should hate. Yeah. And then I'm like, what's, what's, what's wrong with that? Yeah. I don't understand what's wrong with that. Like we go, going full circle back to the opioid epidemic. I think it sucks that your uncle in prison. That's, I think that's terrible. He shouldn't be in prison. That's a broken justice system. Hmm. You don't put addicts in prison. Like that's, no, you get them treatment, fam. Like that's, I think that sucks. I'm not, a, I'm not a less than into jail saying, see there, see how it feels. Like, no, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. lock this man up. Like, what can I do to make sure this man don't get locked up no more? You know? Yeah. yeah. All right, prop. I got to let you go, man. You've given us a lot to think about. Uh, Terraform is the book. Uh, Amazon or where, where do you want them to go to check it out? I'll put a link in the notes. Ah, uh, Preston, I can't even hear you. Oh, you there? Check, check. Well, I'll, uh, well, I think we're done anyway, so I'll put the, you can't hear me, so, but you guys can hear me, hopefully. Um, yeah, the book is Terraform. I guess check it out on Amazon or just Google it, and I'm sure you can find it. Take care.